Welcome to honestly one of the funniest shows I've seen in a while. And we should probably get into it now, shouldn't we? So, if you're listening to this around the time I post it, it's spring. And what happens in the spring? It's it warmer, my allergies make it unbearable to move, can't breathe. Uh, I think I'm more so talking about my own issues right now. Uh, let's see, how do I train this for everybody? Oh yeah, spring love, you know, that's spring is a season of love or whatever. And I thought this would be a really good time to do the anime. Kaguya-sama is... How could I not get the title? It's literally staring at me. I, I'm looking at it. Kaguya-sama, Love is War. And here's the little story time. So honestly, me and romantic junk never got along. Don't know what it was, it could be, could have been anything. But I just never liked any of it. Could be because I've been single the majority of my life. Anyway, uh, enough about me, you're handsome, amazing host. This is where you clap. Oh, uh, not interactive medium. I'll remember for the next time. I won't. <laughs> but I didn't. I don't really like it. The only thing I liked that was romantic was the Princess Bride. And who doesn't like the Princess Bride? Like, anyway. But the one thing I knew of this show was the character of Horimiya, because. She was in so many memes that I get sent by my friends, and I didn't know who it was. I assumed that was Kaguya, but no, it's Horimiya. And I won't lie, she is the main driving force of comedy in this show, and I love it. But that's all I knew of the show, and then I heard the second season's theme song. And I loved it. Even the first, like, if, if you read the description, you know I love the theme song of this season, season one. And season three is just now started airing. I didn't even listen to that theme song. But I am very much enjoying my time with this show. I'm going to go to season two here, here shortly. Maybe I can catch up before season three is done, but I doubt it. I don't know. Episode a day will get me there easy. Yeah, actually. But, that was my main thing with the show, and then I got my Crunchyroll account, because Funimation kind of, what's the word I'm looking for, shivered up and died, and now I just hope Soul Eater gets ported to Crunchyroll sooner rather than later, because after finishing up watching Fire Force, I kind of want to see the other thing this dude did. <laughs> and from the little bit I've seen, because of my friends, thank you Trent and Jasmine, 
Uh, it's really good, and I now I want to get into it, but I've heard the manga is better. Anyway, I'm I was watching Soul Eater today. That's why. And I started watching it, and I nearly immediately fell over laughing five times in episode one. It is such a wild show. But I should probably get into that now instead of continuing the story time, shall we? So premise, the the four main characters, because secretly there is only four, and that is part of where the best comedy of this show comes in. Look, there's more than four, but let's be honest. It's the core four everyone watches the show for. And honestly, I may be the only person that watches for Ishigami. Anyway, we have Kaguya-sama herself, in, madly in love with the student council president at this prestigious boarding school, or not boarding school, this prestigious school, where the president is essentially poor as dirt and works ten jobs to eat every night. <laughs> And he's the top student at the school. And that means he gets to select his cabinet or whatever. Because no one else is elected. So he picks three people. Honestly, he could have done be better beggars off of the street. However, we wouldn't have a plot. We have Kaguya, Horimiya, and everyone's favorite. Not really, my favorite, Ishigami. And oh boy, is it a trip. From there, Kaguya and good old Shirugane, that is not his name, oh. Anyway, how are you guys doing? I'm doing pretty well. I'm gonna be going to the gym more lately. Shirugane? Oh. I'm trying here, Japanese ain't my first language. And I barely have a handle on English. Anyway, so they're both madly in love with each other. And th they want the other to fail first and admit their love for the other. Now, I'm not sure if they realize they're in love with each other. That's what I always thought when I watched this the first time. But now, I am staunchly on the side of... They're both completely oblivious, and they're the dumbest smart people I've ever met, and I will die for either of them. Just so they talk to each other and admit they both love each other. And dear god, I love this stupid show, because it's just- it's shorter segments. Like, it's not a full 22 minute segment for an episode, right? It's like short little bite-sized chunks. I think longest segment is, if we include both parts, 12 minutes? And a lot of them are standalone beyond, like, the introductions for characters. Like, uh, Horimiya has her introduction, and, uh, Ishigami has his introduction episode. Past that, you're pretty good. I guess you need the one that sets up the, uh, the, like, final big thing in the show, or in the season, rather. But, you're probably good. I I'd recommend just going ahead and watching it anyway, but... Honestly, just a lighthearted rom-com anime. I, even though I don't really love romantic things, I genuinely enjoyed nearly every second of this show. It's so good. 
and I honestly recommend you watch it. And this isn't even gonna have any spoilers in it. Like, the most I can spoil of jokes without any punchlines. I'm sorry, man, but I can't, I can't deliver a whole like four-person joke by myself. Uh, anyway, we should probably go in the characters, and we'll. And here's the order we're going in. Okay, everyone, listen to me. We will start off with Kaguya, Shirogane. That's not his name. And then we'll move on to Horimiya and Ishigami. Anyway, we should probably get going because we are at four minutes and three, two. Kaguya is this super, super duper, like, in bathing gold, everyday rich girl. And she is shy as can be about Shirogane. However, she is seen as this very cold and calculating individual by everyone else. And people generally steer clear of her except for her best friend, Horimiya. We will get to her later. That is her name, right? I've been screwing up. Oh, God. I feel really bad. I've been getting her name wrong this whole time. And you know me. I don't go back and edit. <laughs> Fujiwara. That's her name. What was I thinking? Hori Mia. Where did I hear that from? Ugh. Yeah, that's a my bad. I'm really sorry, guys. Okay, well, now we know. Now we know. Okay? Everyone take a deep breath. And let it out. Now, if you didn't breathe, I recommend you do it. Because it kind of keeps you alive. Anyway. <laughs> I gotta, I have to have some jokes for myself sometimes, you know? I, I'm not this big stoic dude. I have, uh, I have emotions. <laughs> Probably. Anyway, back to, uh, roasting, uh, uh, metric ton of drawings moving by it real fast. <laughs> really, the perks of reviewing animation is wonderful. Uh, yeah, but everyone kind of stay away from her except for Fujiwara. And I guess the narrator, and the narrator's voiced by Magna from Black Clover. Let me... Let me look up his name. Because I kind of do want to give the man credit. He's a really good VA. Like, I... I like, he is pretty good. Mag Magna. Okay. Magna Swing. Yeah, that... He is pretty good. Uh, Ian Sinclair is the one that does his voice in English. And he's the narrator in this. And I know I said, like, oh, I'm going to talk about Kaguya or whatever. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, he has been. He has a lot of stuff under his belt. Uh, he's in the case study of Vanitas, Dr. Stone. I forget who he is in Dr. Stone. Oh, he's... Oh, he's Sukasa in Dr. Stone. We're gonna do a different segment on, uh, on Kaguya now. I'm sorry, there's just been too many things that have been revealed to me. Oh, he's also Victor Leap from Fire Force. That's where his 
that's where his voice sound familiar from besides Black Clover. Uh, he's the uh, arm dude in My Hero Academia. Sorry, I just, I really like this dude. I, he's a great VA. You can argue he's a little too bombastic. Oh, he's Samurai Caliber from Gridman, yes! Oh man, yes, I love Sam, I love Caliber. He's my favorite of the four. I really can't go any more in depth about that. But the Neon Genesis High School students are so good. <laughs> And I also found out that's a dub exclusive way to talk about them. Uh, anyway, uh, should I just talk about him a little bit more or should I go to the next segment? Well, anyway, uh, here's what else Ian Sinclair has done on my anime list according to my anime list. Uh, let's see what else he's done. So, Kaguya. Kaguya. Hear me out. She has her own segment. I spent 20 minutes talking about Ian Sinclair. Realized I stopped recording by accident. Anyway, oh man. I'm sure you guys would have much rather listened to me reading off my anime list. <laughs> For 20 minutes. I, I'm, it's a joke. Anyway. Uh... She's this cold, calculating person, and she has the hots for Shirogane. For some reason. I don't think she's ever said what makes him attractive to her, but we'll just go with it. And she has money, and that's how her schemes work. This whole show is based on schemes of trying to get one another to admit they love each other. To hilarious degrees. Like, to the point where she, like, buys a bunch of people's smartphones to convince him to buy a smartphone, have a bunch of actors in his neighborhood have those smartphones, and basically, like, subliminally advertise to him, have it on sale. He gets it. All, all for him to uh, download a messaging app, which I assume is just probably iMessage or something of that nature. I don't know when this was written, and... And it gets to the point where he's like, hey, I kind of want your thing so we can text. And, you know, fair, but she made it's an entire segment of her, like, convincing him to ask for her number for iMessage or whatever. And then she then she brings out her phone. It's a flip phone. She can't do it. The irony. I love it. It's so stupid. Like, she has spies, extra equipment everything it is to the gold standard of espionage but kaguya's main weakness is she's like technology illiterate and it to the point where she tried to follow him on social media and it took her an entire episode where her i'm not sure if, i say this in the nicest way i'm not sure if she's a maid of some kind but she also goes to school there anyway it's i hasakata you know fun character but not not a group in the main four so i'm not gonna talk about her oh i forgot to mute my computer why why <laughs> why anyway <laughs> it's the discord sound most of you know what it sounds like 
But anyway, it's it's really funny because the entire episode is I is I Hasakata trying to relax in the bathtub, and then Kaguya just dragging her out like, how do I how do I send a message? How do I follow someone? And it's the funniest thing in the world, man. But yeah, most of her schemes are underhanded and stuff. But to be fair, she also has like the most like vic minor victories in the show. So she, you know, her 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 methods are working, and it's honestly fun to watch. He's honestly you're watching for her to succeed and not Shirogane, who is trying to do the exact same thing. Even though I find myself cheering for him much more. Just because he has so much... He's working on... He is working mainly on his own smarts versus resources. And since we're talking about dub actors, because I brought up the wonderful Ian Sinclair, Alexis tipped into her dub, and I liked it. It was pretty good. <laughs> uh, anyway, we should probably go to her love interest himself. Good old Shirigana. So, good old Shirogane. May I just say, and get this out of the way, his dub actor of Aaron, where did it go? Aaron Dismuke, I think? And if I messed it up, you're really not going to hear me, probably. But he's, pre he's pretty good at this bombastic, yet calm student council president. And one of the main things I really like about his character design is, one, the gold chain he literally wears around his neck. Because he is, like, the best and he carries the series. <laughs> because without him, like, I love Kaguya. But her entire character is set up to be a, an antagonist to his. And this series would not be anything without that duo together. So... Honestly, they both make the series together. I don't think they do well with any other, like, any other character in my mind. They're literally set up to be soulmates. And I love it. <laughs> There's no, who, is someone else going to get in the way of their love? No, they both love each other more than life itself. They just can't tell each other. Also, good old Shirogane has the tired anime eyes constantly and I love it <laughs> kind of sets him apart from a bunch of other characters <laughs> just that one little distinguishing feature uh, anyway let's get back to him he is a strategist but he is mainly on the back foot for what I'd say a majority of the series he's normally always on the defense from something and he has very few plans like actively going on very busy very poor hasn't like zero resources and like i love him but he is nearly always defensive and he's very reactive he can't he can't set something in motion himself which is you know there's nothing wrong with that but again there's a reason that kagi is the star and he's not the star <laughs> Uh, but, you know, a good deuteragonist really inflates a series, and a good love interest in a show is always great. 
yeah, they both love each other a lot. His main color is blue, her main color is red. The opening is so good because of it. And we'll talk about the color purple here in a minute. <laughs> but I honestly, I watch it to see him and just poor, poor Shirogane and his constant reactions to poor Kaguya trying to get his affections. And him being, him being too proud and wanting her to admit that she loves him first. Like, that's the entire point of the show. Who is going to confess their love first? And it's so stupid. So egotistical. I love it. <laughs> They're both super awkward. And there's one character that's a lot worse than them in the show, and that's why he's my favorite. But we have two, like, chess masters. Eventually, one of them will win, right? Not when you have a third person that's only playing with a monkey wrench. Anyway, anyway, let's get to Fujiwara. I mean this in the nicest way possible, don't take this the wrong way. Fujiwara is a complete moron, but without her this show would not work. She is a great character and I'm... I can see why people love Fujiwara to the point where I thought she was the main character for so long. Like, yeah, that's how popular people... Like, I, I, she's a great, I love her. Like, she is, she has purple hair, that's her, that's her color. Her color is purple. She is a complete mixing of, she is the middle ground between the two, not the mixing, really. And she exists to make all of their schemes near impossible. She's Kaguya's best friend and the secretary for the student council. Kaguya is the vice president. I'm not sure if I brought that up, but you know, that's what she is. Like she literally exists to create problems in their schemes. Because if things go right, like Sherlock Holmes style, it's no fun. And she is just this endless ball of monkey wrench energy there's no monkey wrench in this show to my knowledge however that she's literally throwing a monkey wrench in everything that's all that's the only way i can think of her now i'm sorry like she is like she's not an imbecile or whatever i i mean this in the nicest way she's not a moron she's not stupid but she really can't read a room she also cheats at card games goes on lavish trips abroad and is apparently a ramen expert master on on par with the top five and top five in japan who she runs into two of them on her travels one is a taxi driver and one is just a mild manner salary man she gets her own little spotlight segment genuinely it was entertaining i could see a whole spin off of her just visiting ramen shops <laughs> But it wasn't from her perspective, and that's probably what made it really nice. Because everyone was like, oh man, this girl doesn't know what she's doing, as she crushed an entire clove of garlic into her ramen. But... I... Like, she's a monkey wrench. There's only so many ways to say that without going into specific detail on one joke. She, she doesn't really have any bad parts, and she is definitely... 
really, 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 really funny. And as I've been saying, I watched the dub, and the dub is a wonderful Jad Saxon. Let me see if I can figure out anything about them real quick. Should have brought this up. Uh, let's see. What is what else has she done? Wow, I cannot find anything on. Let's see what else Jad Saxon has done. Nothing I know about. Nothing I know about. Uh, she's that one girl with the big hands in My Hero Academia. Uh, Kendo is her name. I say this the nicest way. I really did not get that far in My Hero Academia. Like, All Might versus All for One's the farthest I got. Sorry, I'm looking up a little bit more info on the voice actress. Because she did really well. Like, you know, I... Everyone in this dub did amazing. Yeah, maybe if I just look up her name, more things will come up. Uh, she's... Oh, she's... She's Tamaki. From Fire Force, the stupid cat girl I hate with a burning passion. Why must God be cruel? <laughs> uh, that's the only one I ever recognized besides the white cat from Fairy Tail, and I don't remember the name. <laughs> Genuinely, it's been so long since I've watched Fairy Tail. Uh, anyway, uh, back back to Fujiwara. Fujiwara is really fun, and I'm really sorry you called her Horimiya. I don't remember who's named Horimiya in a show. I know there's a show called Horimiya. I just can't think of like a character name. Maybe. Wait, wait, wait. I got it. It's. For the student council treasurer, we have genuinely a loser of losers. Like, we have Ishigami. Ishigami is convinced the entire world is out to get him shows up to do the budget and then runs back to his house and hides and plays video games and is voiced by Austin, Austin Tyndall and if that name doesn't sound familiar one he's a dub actor I highly doubted you would know him uh, but he also did Marco for you know let's see Marco for Attack on Titan so you know see I'm pretty sure a good chunk of people saw season one dubbed and he was also a few other characters. He does a he does a lot of dudes in Dragon Ball, just like random dudes. Like he's the he's the Saiyan that that Broly's father kills at the beginning of the Dragon Ball Super Broly movie. And like he he's done other stuff. But that's like all the things I know. Oh, he was also Chrono Chono. I think it's how you pronounce it in uh, uh, Disasters Like Psyche K, which is another show kind of set up like this, segments-wise. I really recommend it. It's one of, it's probably top fifteen, definitely top fifteen. Oh, and he also does Karma in the Koro Sensei Quest thing. Never seen Assassination Classroom. And he also did beats and monster horror hunter stories right on. Anyway, back to the character. 
Like, Ishigami is this lovable loser, and at one point he's convinced Kagi is gonna kill him when all she's gonna do is tutor him so he doesn't fail a test. Because it, that would mean more problems for good old student council president. So she decides to tutor him, but all the way she's trying to convince him to stay or whatever is like him thinking he's gonna get killed. And it's just so funny. He's so uncomfortable around everyone. He's not he's not the same monkey wrench that Fujiwara is, and you know, like, good luck becoming that. But he does add another layer of dynamic, and he is a he's Shirigana is kind of confidant. And he always gives the worst advice imaginable because this man doesn't know what women are, I like to believe. But in his own defense, I'm not sure he knows what men are either. Or boys, or girls, or animals, or fish. The man really just needs to go lay down in grass for a few hours, and maybe then he'll become a real real boy. <laughs> but he's so uncomfortable on everything. He's always drawn super stiff. And he's this, like... This man, like, grinds in Monster Hunter on every monster and gets every piece of equipment before going to a new game. Like, he's that much of a dude. I enjoy him... He also reminds me a little bit too much of me, and that sucks immensely. But also, it's Ishigami. I love him. I want to hug him and squeeze him. I want I want a stuffed animal plushy. You know, a little chibi thing with the big head. But he he's genuinely a really good person. He's just shy and awkward. I know I said he reminded me of me, but, you know, don't look too much into that, I guess. Uh, but yeah, honestly, don't watch the show for him. He has, like, barely any screen time. He's, he isn't even introduced through halfway through season one. But, he's a genuine dude, and whenever he smiles, I feel happy. Uh, anyway, that's all the, that's all the characters. Now I'm going to talk about a little bit of other stuff, and then, you know, you guys can go home. I love how this quick and easy review I thought it was going to be has turned into a nearly 30 minute ordeal and will definitely will by the end of this. And this is the ending segment, but I'm also just going to mention of the show's just fun, but it's very episodic. So, you know, if you want a continuing storyline, there's a few little bits of that, like the Kaguya 6 storyline. And it also adds this stupid card game and I love it. It was just them playing matching or whatever, but they turned it into the most tense Dragon Ball Z-looking thing I'd ever seen. And honestly, this show has no stakes. And that's what really makes it fun, because... Let, 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 okay, Shirigane loses. Who cares? Kaguya loses. Who cares? They're together, and then they'd be happy. Fujiwara marries Ramen. It would probably do something. Who knows? Uh, but... There's no tension, but somehow that makes everything so much more tense because in Dragon Ball, it's kind of that false tension of Goku can't lose, but you know, like being strung up or whatever. But here, it's like they could either of them could lose at any second, and it wouldn't shock me. Like, it's genuinely kind of tense at times, and that it's a cat and mouse chess game. 
with someone flailing a monkey wrench and someone just desperately wanting to go home. That is the student council room. They're a good bunch of main characters, and they're all genuinely good people. I'm kind of glad they didn't... Uh, you could argue Ishigami's not that good of a person at some times, especially when talking about other people that he doesn't like very much, i.e. Fujiwara. <laughs> but... I say just watch it for the fun of it. Don't go in expecting uh, a symphony. You're not watching a masterpiece. You're watching something fun. And sometimes you just want to put on Seinfeld. And that's fun. You watch something because it's fun sometimes. Is it this show one of my all-time favorites? No. However, is this something I will strongly recommend to anybody? Even more so than some of my favorites, like, uh, I don't know, Akira, or even <laughs> Demon Slayer and Yu Show. I'd recommend this over any of those in a heartbeat. Just because it's so accessible, and it's just a fun time. It's just a fun show about being fun and awkward with other people, and who can't relate to that? But that's all for me today. I hope you guys have a good rest of your week, and I shall see you soon. Goodbye.